What is up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of the Bearded Ear Podcast. Um, thanks for joining me. Um, my name's Dan Jones. I'm a contributor for College Sports Network. I run the Sidelines uh, West Virginia account on Twitter. Um, and, you know, this is kind of a spur-of-the-moment thing. I uh, decided that... I love West Virginia sports. I know it's a crowded field, but a podcast from my point of view. Um, the guys at College Sports really helped nudge me into it. Uh, Four Quarters podcast with Brad Jeffers and uh, Adam Lovelace. And, um, you know, they they kind of helped propel me into actually deciding to go through with it. Um, so here we are. Uh the Bearded Ear Podcast, and you know, <laughs> I struggled for a while to come up with the name of the podcast, and uh, I was actually on my way to get my haircut one morning, and <laughs> I was driving, and it just kind of came to me. Uh, I myself have a, I what I consider to be a, a nice beard, and um, huge Mountaineer fan, so it just kind of came together. I uh, made it difficult too with the other Mountaineer podcasts that exist, um, you, you really had to be selective on coming up with a title for the podcast. Um, but we got it. Um, and, you know, I look forward to being able to come to you guys and just talk sports. You know, um, you guys can hear my opinion and then let me know how you feel compared to what I have to say. Um, now, originally, we had scheduled to have uh, the Herd Hater from Twitter on this first episode. Uh, I had some technical issues with figuring out how to make that happen exactly with Zoom and getting the audio and everything recorded, so... Today, it's just going to be me, um, and this episode will probably be a lot shorter than what a normal episode will be, just for the simple fact that I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit, little basketball, little football, wrap that up, and then um, just kind of talk about the podcast in general a little bit, and then uh, each week, I'm going to attempt to have a guest on. Uh, COVID makes that a little more difficult, but once I get the technical, uh, technical issues out of the way and figure out how to get the audio and stuff correct, um, we'll be able to have some guys over Zoom, uh, would like to try to get maybe some recruits, uh, for the Mountaineers on, anybody involved with the West Virginia football program, uh, reporters, anything like that, if you have interest in, uh, Coming on to the podcast as a guest, uh, feel free to DM me at um, my Sidelines account on Twitter. It's uh, at Sidelines underscore WV... Uh, at Sidelines... <laughs> at Sidelines... Man, see, I don't use my own at very often, so um, I forget exactly what it was uh, set at. It's at Sidelines underscore WVU. And, um, like I said, if you're not following already, uh, go give us a follow on there. Um, and if you're listening 
as a non-WVU fan, uh, there's most likely a Sidelines account created for the team you support. And if there's not, also hit me up and we can get you set up to run that page. So, um, so yeah. So, anyway, <clears throat> we'll look back here at the Liberty Bowl. Um, <laughs> quite a game. Uh I especially am one that ate my words on Austin Kendall. Um, yeah, he uh, he looked real good. And uh, when Jared Deggie started the game and he just looked so uncomfortable, I don't know if it was a, a fear thing of, you know, the physicality of an Army football team or if it was more just the hype of a bowl game got in his head, but he was just not himself. And I think, you know, myself included, uh, but most fans were calling for Garrett Green to get the get the nod to come in. And uh, Neil Brown proved that he knows more than we do about the situations. And... Um, got Austin Kendall in there, and he really slung the ball around nice. He, uh, the deep ball looked a lot better from what we've seen in years past. Um, and it goes back to, I believe, everybody always told me when I was critical of Austin Kendall that he was injured. Yeah, he never fully healed. Uh, we never seen 100% healthy Austin Kendall. And after watching the Liberty Bowl, uh, you know, I start to believe that maybe these people were right. Um, what if Austin Kendall, healthy Austin Kendall, started the season? Um, clearly, he must not have been the best guy or Brown would have had him starting. But uh, what if some of these games where Deggy didn't have it and... Maybe if we brought Kendall in, it would have changed the scenario. But hindsight's twenty twenty, um, and speaking of twenty twenty Liberty Bowl champs, um, you know we, we got the job done, and the bowl victory is huge in my opinion. Moving forward, as far as with um, recruits, it got you know a few extra practices, not as many as normal due to the COVID issues, but. Um, Anytime you can win a bowl game, it's a big boost to team morale and confidence. Uh, looking at next season, um, I think it might be obvious, at least obvious to me, that I don't think we're set at quarterback yet. Uh, I think we're set in the aspect of we have guys that can get the job done, but we're not set because... We don't know which guy is that guy yet. Um, spring camp hopefully can happen due to the COVID stuff. Um, get Will Crowder up there, see what he can do spinning the ball. Um, we kind of know bits and pieces what Garrett Green brings to the table, but if he can have some more time in the off season, maybe he can. Uh, Challenge Jarrett Deggy for the starting spot. Um, most people assume that Jarrett Deggy is the number one going into offseason. Myself, I think it's wide open. I think it's a three-man race, and whoever shows they've got it should be the guy. Um, 
I like Will Crowder a lot. Uh, I'm not sure on his mobility. Uh, I know he has a nice, throws a nice ball. He, um, he's got good size. And, you know, he's, he's young, so he'd be a guy that would grow through the program, just like Garrett Green would. Um, as far as with Deggy, you know, next season could be his last season, depending on what he decides. But, um, yeah, I mean, six and four with a bowl win. Uh, if the non-conference games wouldn't have been canceled, you, you could have potentially been looking at, um, should have been maybe seven or eight wins, which is an improvement from last season. And, you know, that's part of the climb. Trusting the climb is, you know, continued improvement. And I think we saw that this season. Uh, and I think we'll see that next season as well. The offensive line will be better. Um, they showed glimpses this season of having what it takes. Uh, but then you look at some games and it's like they were on skates, it seemed like. Um, so I think the with some... Some of the incoming guys on the line, I think uh, that'll be an improved unit. And I think that defensively, uh, big losses with Darius Stills and Tony Fields. But I think we have guys that are coming in that can not feel those shoes, but uh, hold the place of those shoes and become what those guys were. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens come football season uh very excited uh, maybe have a little bit of a more normal season maybe get some more fans in the stadium my opinion hopefully can if you want to go to the game you can if not no one's going to twist your arm about it so um like i said that's just personal opinion we'll see what happens uh let's move over to some basketball talk <clears throat> Obviously, the big story is Oscar Shibwe. Uh, for those who don't know, which I'm not sure how it's possible if you're listening to this podcast, it means you're a Mountaineer fan, so you most likely know that Oscar Shibwe is no longer with the team. Um, his departure was quite odd. Uh, he, I saw reports coming out uh, about Oscar training in Miami, which was weird during regular season college basketball um did some digging and stuff and it sounded like you know he was either entering the transfer portal entering the transfer portal or was just interested in removing himself from the mountaineer basketball team and then the next day uh coach huggins comes out and says that um oscar has decided to step away from the mountaineer basketball program Fast forward a few days, and we're looking at him having Zoom meetings set up with at least Miami, NC State, Illinois, and it sounds like Kentucky's in the mix as well. Um, you look at Miami and NC State, um, and first thing that jumps out, because they're not really known as basketball powerhouses, it might be the wrong word. Um, Oscar has no real connection to either school necessarily. A little connection to Miami, but 
Um, all those other schools are kind of just, you know, Miami and NC State are Adidas schools. Uh, we know Kentucky's history, and uh, yeah, it's a weird situation. Um, was there any tampering going on? And I mean, if there was what happens moving forward do we even care at that point um you know I think from a basketball standpoint uh, me personally I could care less now um he's gone we have our guys we have our guys that are bought into the school the state the system and uh that's all I'm concerned about uh Am I interested to see where Oscar ends up going? Yes. Will I sit and watch their games and watch to see how he does? Maybe the first game when he's actually getting some playing time. But other than that, it's it's done with me. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you got to keep loyalty to your guys, especially in the middle of a season. Uh, if you're going to make that kind of a decision, it should definitely be an off-season decision. Um, but the, here we are. So, um, played two games post-Oscar, and both games were very similar, and meaning dug ourselves a big hole and had to battle back out of it. And the first game at Oklahoma was unsuccessful, came up a little bit short, But then we go over to Stillwater and was able to mount the 19-point comeback and get the victory. Um, Obviously, this isn't something we want to see game in and game out. We want to, at worst, hang around with these guys the whole game and then finish them off. Don't get me wrong, it's good to see the surge in the second half, but... Just imagine if we're not down 18 or 20 points. Let's say it's only a four-point game at halftime. And let's say we hang around and keep that. And then we have a 31-9 to run or something of that nature. Then we're looking at, you know, a 20-point lead at that, at that rather than, oh, we finally battled back and got the lead. So, um I'm not sure why this keeps happening. Um, Obviously, shooting issues continue, but the only way to fix shooting issues is to keep shooting. Uh, You got to shoot yourself out of it. And uh, shots will fall. Uh, Could be potentially a little change of uh, game plan. Could have thrown them off, you know, getting adjusted to new lineups, Um, new chemistry on the court a little. Uh, these guys have played enough basketball together that I don't necessarily think that is the issue. But when you're used to seeing a guy on the court every time, and then now you come out there and he's not there, even defensively, you know, the backside help, you think, okay, I have Culver and Shibuya underneath. <clears throat> now you just have Culver, Culver, and sometimes you don't even have that if he's on the bench. So it's a mindset that you're going to have to – as a player except that listen there's new personnel here this is what we've got this is this is how it's gonna go <clears throat> the other issue um i think is that now before everybody comes from my head 
Bob Huggins is a great coach, okay? I want to get that out there. I uh, also want to get out there that he is knows way more about basketball than I could even think to know. But it seems like our team still lives in a in an old school basketball mindset. And there's nothing wrong with that. I agree that players need to be gritty. I agree uh, defense is super important. And I agree that it's good to have bigs underneath that can score the ball. But the overall style of play has changed. And if you don't change your style to not necessarily imitate, but blend with the rest of the league, uh, you're going to get left behind usually. And potentially that could be what we're seeing is that we're getting these guys that are hustlers and tough and some of them can shoot. But when they come into this style of play that's expected at West Virginia, the... The mindset of having a good thought, good shot, goes on the back burner. And your main focus is on defense, forcing turnovers, rebounding. And all those things are good. But you take these guys that in high school score, or junior college even, that were scoring 30 points a game, 25 points a game. And now you bring them to West Virginia and they're lucky to hit 12 12 points a game, 13 points a game. I know it's a different level of basketball, but you're still putting the ball in the hole. And it's almost like the lessened focus on shooting when you get to West Virginia has really hindered some of our players. And I say all this as a fan with an opinion. Um, I know the coaches know more than I do. And, you know, I played played basketball growing up. And uh, I love basketball and stuff. But it seems like our team needs to shift to a more points focused scheme we need to worry more about scoring points because currently you know I think we have the guys that can score for us but I think they're more focused on trying to defend than anything and that's fine and dandy but that's not working right now the uh our defense is it it looks slow to me um our rotations are slow. Our closeouts are slow. Um, and I touched on this on an article I just wrote for collegesports.com. And they... We look slow compared to everybody we play. You look at these other teams that they can get around screens. They, they can close out on our threes and always have a hand in the face. Whereas when we're on defense, the other teams getting open looks and we're late getting there and I I don't know what to credit that to but 
if we you can figure that issue out, I think uh, I think defensively you could have some success, and then this style of play would work. But if we don't have the speed to close out on these guys and have our rotations fast enough to guard the open shooters, then we have to play. Uh, we have to play keep up then, you know, we have to, it goes back to like the early, when we first joined the big 12 in football and you had, you know, the 70 to 63 games, the, the 65 sixties, um, the air raid offenses, you know, it wasn't about, you knew the other team was going to score. You just had to score more than they do. And that's potentially if our defense can't find answers, that might be something we have to look at as, you know. The game might end 98-95, but at least we would have won, um, you know. So, I mean, like I said, that's just my opinion on it. Um, it is what it is. I think I think we're fine moving forward. Uh, we got a group of guys that have bought in. Um, you know, I think they love playing the game together. I think they're all pretty good friends and stuff. So, you know, I, I, we got a team that can make some noise come March. Uh, we just got to get the bugs worked out now. It's um, potentially like starting over in the middle of January because you don't have the same team after losing Shibwe and then with the loss of uh, Cottrell to injury, you're basically starting over. And, you know, we as fans got to give that time support the team uh we want results immediately but sometimes that's just not a possibility and so just you know me included um we need to support these guys we need to um stay behind them let them know we care you know uh i see a lot on twitter of guys that jump on there and absolutely hound the team they um quick to jump on a guy when he misses a shot and you know no matter when or where you shoot the ball from on the court it's got a 50 50 chance of going in so you know these guys aren't trying to miss on purpose it's just it happens so you know us as fans let's just let's just stay behind our guys try to be as positive as we can um you know they see our stuff on twitter they might not respond to it but i'm sure some of the stuff they see and just think personally um you know some people it fuels some people it gets in their head um so uh, i can't remember what podcast i was listening to it may have been um may have been section 304 podcast they were um they were talking about how with shooting and how you know if you're told constantly that yeah you're a good shooter you're a great shooter you're a great shooter you're a great shooter and then you come out and you miss your first three that's in your head and you know you can look at that at a personal standpoint too of Okay, let's say um, you, you're you're a cook and you make the best burger in town. You make the best burger, make the best burger, make the best burger, and then you send out three burgers in a row, and people will say, "Oh, well, that tastes horrible." All right, so that's in your head now. So you, you might struggle to get that fixed. So you know, let's try to be encouraging and uplifting, man. Let's 
let's just show these guys that, you know, they got the support of 1.8 million and that, you know, win or lose, we're with them. Um, you know, I think we'll be all right. So, um, all right. So moving along, um, just a few things about the podcast in general, um, future episodes, most likely I'll try to record episodes, um, every week on Friday mornings. I'm going to try to as of right now. Currently I'm not working. Um, if I get back to work, uh, I'll adjust the schedule, but, um, I'm going to try to have a guest or two, depending on situations on each episode. Um, I think it'll be a little more entertaining with a guest. Um, we'll see who I can get and if I can get this technical stuff set up. Um, but the first guest that I will have on will be the herd hater as soon as I can get that set up and straightened out. Apologies to anybody who is looking forward to that on this episode, um, but it, he will be a guest on the on the podcast. Um, and as far as topics go on here, um, obviously with football season being over, um, if there's football news, we'll talk about it. Um, other than that, we'll talk about basketball, uh, any basketball news, and then... Um, once we start getting into some baseball stuff, we'll talk some baseball and everything. Uh, and then other than that, you know, um, what I'd like to see is that on my Twitter page at sidelines underscore WVU, um, each week, uh, feel free to DM me any questions you'd like to have answered on the podcast. Um, I can look those up and, uh, we can talk about them on the podcast. And if I have a guest, I'll be sure to get their opinion on the questions as well. Um, and also, if any topics you want to hear, hear talked about, um, I'm open to everything. Um, just feel free to DM me, sidelines, at sidelines underscore WVU on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> with this podcast, um, where whatever platform you're listening on, be sure to like, share, leave a review, um, you know, let's get it out there. Let's grow this thing. Um, you know, College Sports Network is amazing. Um, when I first, or when I got laid off there from work, and, you know, I'm a huge sports guy anyways, and I saw the opportunity to contribute to College Sports Network, um, I jumped at the opportunity, and those guys have this thing headed in the right direction. Um, it's growing and, you know, we want to become the number one source for sports news and information and we're well on our way. Um, as I said earlier, if you go on to Twitter, uh, look up sidelines and whatever your team name, whatever team you support, look them up. If you can't find them, get a hold of me. And we can get you set up to run that page. Um, if you can find them, follow them. Uh, and then if you still are interested in talking about your team, 
get a hold of that person and we can set you up to be a contributor to the website. Um, you know, you, we write articles talking about uh, news about our teams and, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. We got a we got a group chat where at any time, if you've got something sports related you want to talk about to other uh, crazy sports guys and female, there's, we have one female on our team. Um, if you want to talk sports with these people, um, they're there. So, um, you know, on Twitter, the sidelines, um, main page is at sidelines underscore S N and our main college sports page is at college underscore sports. Um, and like I said, Get on there, follow these pages, follow your teams, follow any conferences you like. We actually just got a new Twitter profile. It's Sidelines Transfer Portal to um, keep you up to date on what's going on with that crazy thing. And uh, so, yeah, and we're looking at maybe doing a Sidelines Referees page because, you know, we're all fans of referees at one point or the other. So, um, yeah, just... Feel free to let me know what you thought about the podcast. Uh, like, share, review. Follow our Twitter pages. My personal page is at WVU underscore Jones on Twitter. Um, and yeah, just feel free to come join the team. Uh, it's growing and we're going to be huge, man. So thank you all for listening and have a great day.